When you hear that tearful speech by Jerry West recollecting that conversation with Kobe leaving the Lakers, what do you hear? Well, the first thing I hear is the massive amount of wisdom that someone like Jerry West at this stage of his life is able to articulate to somebody who desperately needed um, that angel to deliver that message at that moment. I'm, I don't mean to be so overly cosmic, but I just believe people come into your life for a reason. And there's no question that while Jerry West may have been an important part of the early stages of Kobe Bryant's career, he also was a very influential factor in the latter parts of Kobe Bryant's career. And you think to yourself, why is this person in my life? Why are we connected? You know, when you look at the, the, the sports landscape of Los Angeles, what is so exciting for someone like myself who spent 20 years in San Diego is in L.A., there's two of everything, and every single team is littered with superstars. The biggest and the best names in their sports play for the teams in Los Angeles. And, you know, when you think about the Chargers, now let's go very specific and get real granular here. When you think about the Chargers, they were, Doctor, I promise you, they were the heart and soul of the San Diego sports community. And when they left, um, they literally did it by, and they ripped the heart right out of the town. And they did it because they were greedy, period. There is no doubt about it that Dean Spanos, the owner of the team, grew up with a silver spoon in his mouth. His father made all of the money. He was an incredible business guy, regardless of what you say about what he did, to whom, etc. He made a ton of money from nothing. He was a nothing guy who made a fortune. And so for that, I give him nothing but respect, okay? And, and so when Dean grows up with this silver spoon in his mouth and he never has the um, – he never lives up to his father. In fact, his father even wrote in the book, um, his father had a, a, an autobiography and he said, to be an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to take risk. Just because you have money or inherit money does not make you an entrepreneur. And so for Dean, who became the patriarch of his family as his father was dealing with Alzheimer's and was no longer who he once was, Dean had sisters, brothers, nephews, nieces, children, etc., that were all looking to him saying, what's our long-term prognosis for our wealth? And when he looked at it, he said that the, the most money can be made if we leave San Diego, this much smaller market where there aren't Fortune 500 companies and there aren't corporations that want to buy expensive luxury suites and so on, and we move to L.A. And, you know, when you think about the word loyalty, you have to think to yourself, in my opinion, what is who is loyal? You know, the, the San Diego fan base was loyal to that franchise when they're one and 15, when they're three and 13, when they're seven and nine to when they become 13 and three. And I'm telling you this, doctor, I mean, I travel the whole country calling Monday night football games. And at the time, if you put a San Diego, New England or a San Diego, Pittsburgh or a San Diego back in the day, Oakland game into that stadium, particularly between about 2005 and 2011. There was not a, a more electric environment in the entire NFL. And the fact of the matter is, 
is that Dean chose not to ingratiate himself politically to the city. He chose not to be a good public relations man. He was a reclusive personality who was not a leader of a community. And plastering your name on a building here or there doesn't exactly get the job done. It actually takes a little bit more heart. And when you talk about loyalty, the San Diego community was loyal to that franchise through the bad and the small amount of good. And that ownership did not show the same amount of loyalty. And so while I don't root for people's failure, and I don't want to ridicule people for failing, when you look at what has happened to this franchise, that when they're ranked um, as the 11th most popular, meaning the last place most popular franchise, the NFL is such an arrogant organization that it thinks that they can just walk through the door to any community, even one like Los Angeles that hadn't had NFL football for 20 plus years, put that logo at midfield, and everybody's just going to come around and kiss your butt. Clearly, it has not happened. And that, to me, when you talk about karma and the universe, and I just think that this is a a moment where if, if you're Dean Spanos and you're looking in the mirror, you know, you may say to yourself, Hey, our franchise went up in value, and it might have. I mean, mm-hmm. you, look at the Forbes, you look at the Forbes list, doctor, and you say, okay, the Rams were 28th in value while in St. Louis, and now they're fourth in L.A. You look at the Chargers, they were 19th in San Diego, and now they're 16th in L.A. It mm-hmm. did not work. And for me, that lack of loyalty to the community, to the fan base, to the people who supported you for all these years, that's why you see a franchise that was hyper-successful in a community that loved it and adored it versus a, a, a franchise that is ultimately invisible in the L.A. sports market. Scott Kaplan, we got to run, but I can't thank you enough. And I'd love that my, my fans are hearing the passion in your voice. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. We really appreciate it. Doctor, what a pleasure. Thank you very, very much for inviting me. I look forward to talking to you again. Okay, sir. Thank you. Warriors, I leave you with Volare, which means I'm singing and I'm flying, which John Ireland and Michael Thompson are going to do, broadcasting the Lakers, coming up next.